0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Small Business Chronicles. And I am filling in again as a, uh, a guest host. Uh, I'm Brian Stone, a serial entrepreneur and podcast host for our network. And um, I am here today with a phenomenal guest, uh, Glenn go. Is it, Did I say Go or is it Gao? Correct me if I'm wrong there. It's Gao, actually. Gao. Thank you. So Thank you. Glenn. Sorry about that. So, Glenn Gao. So, um, I know all about... Uh, uh glenn just not know how to pronounce his name so hopefully we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to know more about you and you you as i mentioned earlier beforehand you have quite the resume um so i i personally know that there's a lot of value that uh that people will get from from hearing you and and you you're you're a huge expert when it comes to um the ceo role in in c level um, clientele i mean and your your business coach yourself as well as a keynote speaker on uh, on artificial intelligence and how that impacts business. Business. So, uh, that being said, I, I want to give you an opportunity to to tell our, our listeners why they should listen to you
1: and uh, what it is that, that that you do. Well, hopefully, I can uh, add some value to your listeners through my experience, and I'll share what some of that is. Um, right now, I am a CEO coach. I'm also a keynote speaker on artificial intelligence, and I'm a board member. So I. years and that was a transformational experience for me i didn't realize it at the time because my coach was teaching me on how to become a better ceo and i was focused on growing a successful business but what i didn't realize is she was also teaching me how to coach and what was wonderful about that is that i'm really good at the business side And she was really good at the mental side. And so now I feel like because I was trained for 17 years, I have a combination of skills that I can bring to my CEOs on both the business side and the mental side. And then I was fortunate enough to be recruited into venture capital. And while in venture capital, I started coaching the CEOs of our portfolio companies and i discovered ai so these two things happened at the same time one i fell in love with the coaching and i realized this is my calling this is what i really want to do and secondly about ai i just want to mention this one of the really cool things about being in venture capital is that you can actually predict the future and what i mean by that is that people are coming in every single day telling you what the future is going to look like and saying, give us money because we're gonna take advantage of this particular trend and we're gonna build something around that. And when you start to see patterns and when you see enough patterns around a particular area, you pay attention. Well, the biggest thing I saw out on the horizon was this thing called AI and it was coming toward us because AI is not new. It's been around for 70 years but it's transforming, transforming in a very, very big way. And so listening to everybody talking about the changes that are gonna be happening in AI caused me to step into the study of AI very deeply at the business level, not at the technology level, five years ago. So I've spoken at the Wall Street Journal conference on AI. I've spoken at the National Associ- uh, Association of Corporate Directors, which is the largest organization of professional board members. I write a column in Forbes on AI, all aimed at the C-level, to understand the business implications of what we're seeing. And then suddenly well, a year I, ago. I, I, uh, oh no, go, go, go ahead. Sorry. Glenn. Uh, suddenly a year ago, ChatGPT comes out and everybody's a lot more interested in it. So now I combine this knowledge and experience of being a CEO and coaching CEOs with the world of artificial intelligence.
0: So I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really am excited to, to, to hear, you know, your your insight in that. And uh, and I'm sure our listeners are, too, because. Uh, Man, in the business space, um, I I, I think that people are reacting one of two ways. There's either an immense amount of fear and scarcity surrounding the implementation of AI um, from from business owners and and people within those organizations, or there's an immense amount of excitement. And I don't often find that there's very much in the middle, right? Right. I think people that understand it and understand um, um, how it can make business um, uh, better, easier, smoother, faster. And uh, they understand that there will always be a human element, uh, just like any kind of uh, tool that we have in business. uh, They're more excited about it. Um, But there's there's, of course, the the fear that comes along from people that are. uh, just not aware of it. And it's something new that they don't understand there. And they're worried it's going to take away from something that they currently have or, or, uh, or, or take away from key personnel and the, in the roles that they do.
1: That's right.
0: Um, I mean, we, are you, are you seeing the same thing, Glenn? I mean, which, which, which of those camps do you feel like are the loudest in the business space right now?
1: Well, Um, It depends on who you're talking to, okay? If you're talking to a CEO or a company with an innovation mindset, they're going to embrace AI. And I'll talk about why I really believe that's the right approach. But there's serious Mm -hmm. fear around this as well. Now, my point here about the fear, and I'll talk about what that could look like, is we shouldn't fear a tool because we don't understand it. What we need to do is understand it so that we don't fear it. So I'll give it, I'll tell you a quick story about what one, one of my CEOs did. The CEO got up at, at an all-hands meeting and said, for the next three weeks, I want every single person in the company to use AI. He said, I don't care how you use it. I don't care whether what you do is a success or a failure. I need you to become somewhat experienced in using, in this case, generative AI. The reason I want you to use it is I want you to report back in three weeks to your manager what you learned. You may have learned that it really sucks at certain things because it isn't good at certain things. You may have learned it's really good at other things. You may have learned that you hate it or you love it I don't care. What I want is for you to learn. Creative to both have an experience in working with it. So let me talk about the fear for a moment because I think it's relevant. The most relevant fear is that AI can take away our jobs. So let me talk about that for a moment. Generally speaking, I don't think that statement is true. There are exceptions to the rule, okay? If you are a long haul trucker, let's say, you should be concerned about your job because that it only consists of a small number of things that can be automated. The best way to think about this is that it's not so much that jobs are gonna go away, Brian, it's more that tasks are gonna go away. So we need to ask ourselves, of all the tasks in my job, which of those can be automated by AI? In my example of a long haul trucker, almost all of them can be automated and that's why you should be concerned. But that's not true of most roles. For most roles, we would like certain tasks to be automated so that we don't have to do them because doing them might be drudgery, doing them might be not very exciting. So the best way to think about this is that when the winners emerge, whether it's somebody in your uh, peer in your own company or you competing against another company, it's the people who are using AI that will win, because they're combining their own skills with AI. It's the people itself who are not. So we need.
0: Well, and I'm 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 excited personally about uh, about the. The idea of, of leverage possibilities that come from AI, right? I mean, you know, everything in lever- lever- everything in business is leverage, right? I mean, and, and I'm sure you're familiar with the Pareto principle, right? Twenty percent of your activities yield eighty percent of your results, right? And so, so what I'm excited about with AI is that it allows leaders and their teams, uh, their employees, their their staff, to stay in their dollar-producing activities or their highest and best use, right? So. Uh, I, I for one, agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I and it, I'm, I'm excited to see how the landscape changes once there's more adoption and more, uh, more understanding and less fear around it. Um, uh, because I think for a lot of roles and a lot of businesses, it's, it's, it's going to be a really good thing. Um, uh, it, it, it is interesting though in, in the, in the marketing world because, you know, there's some roles that maybe the person isn't irrelevant but the role that they currently do with the task they do might become irrelevant right because um, I know for you know the digital marketing company that is uh, is a, a sister company to our, our podcasting studio uh, for example you know they, they may have four, four people on staff um, you know now for copywriters to write uh, blogs, SEO content you know what what the, whatever that may be to make it rich and, and have the right data and now they can actually use AI to to still generate that in a, in a quick way. Now, I think the misconception is that you can just push a button in 30 se- seconds, that job disappears. The reality is it still needs to be edited. It needs to be proofed. It Correct. needs to be uh, ensured that it's valuable. Correct. So it's not that the uh, that it's completely going away, but it may take one person to do it instead of four. And those other three might have to find another way to, uh, to shift, right? Exactly is that, is, right. Is that kind of
1: what you're seeing as well? Exactly right. And that's why... That's why we need to embrace this and use this as a tool because we wanna be that one person. We don't wanna be those three people that now are looking for something completely different. And this is real. So the CEO of IBM said, hey, we had a plan over the next five years to hire 7,000 people in back office roles. He said, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna hire those. We're gonna use AI for that. So no one lost a job in that pronouncement. However, anybody who wanted a job in a back office role at IBM isn't gonna get one. And so these jobs are going away. It's going to affect every single one. I wanna mention something. So I stood back and I said, wait a minute. AI is having an impact on all levels of jobs from the bottom to the top. I said, AI, can affect my role as a CEO. Why not try to get AI to help answer some questions for CEOs? So here's an example of embracing AI. I built something. It's called the AI CEO Coach. And so if you go to my website, my website is my name, glengow.com, with two Ns, glengow.com. If you go to my website, you'll see a chat bot that has been customized for CEOs. And if you're a CEO, you can go there, it doesn't cost anything, you don't have to fill out a form. You just go there and say, I have a a employee that's causing some problems. How should I think about that? Or whatever question you might have. And I'd say 90% of the time it's gonna be able to answer the question. Sometimes it'll get stuck And it'll say, do you want to talk to me because it's more complex? But you don't have to. So I've decided that I need to embrace AI and offer that to people because, look, a certain percentage of problems can be solved by the AI. And so why not do that? And then there will be some that cannot be because they're too complex or the AI doesn't really know what to do or it might even give a wrong answer. And that's when you might need a human. And so I encourage every listener to come and, and and try this out. Keep in mind, it's customized for CEOs. So your question may not be a fit unless you're asking at CEO level questions. Well, and I,
0: I love that you have that uh, out there, Glenn, because look, that, that that shows right there that you're taking a an abundance mindset. Towards AI versus a scarcity mindset, right? That's right. Because you could view you could view that as, hey, you know, I'm I'm replaceable. But in reality, um, and and you know this, I mean, uh, coaching is 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 more about mindset than it is knowledge, right? It's more about. Um, making sure that you're getting people out of their own way rather than just giving them the answer that they seek. So it, it's so much deeper than just answering a question that's out there. So it's not like you're you're ever going to be irrelevant. Right. People will always have a need to uh, be coached and be coachable. Um, but this tool might make it easier and faster for them to get to the conversations that they actually need to have with someone like you.
1: Exactly. Or what, what, one of my CEO uh, CEOs who is, uh, I'm coaching said, hey, this is great. If you're not available, I can go to AI CEO coach and see what kind of answer I get. And if I like it, great. I didn't need to talk to you. And I love that. That means I'm adding more value for my CEOs. And
0: leveraging your time, right? Exactly, and, and allowing you to to reach more people and 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 uh, impact more businesses. And uh, yeah, I love it. That's really cool. I would. Def- I'm definitely going to be checking out your bot and asking some questions. So I'm excited. About okay, that. I hope you
1: do. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, is there anything else um, for our listeners that you really want to highlight? If they, if they want to know more about you, um, how to get in relationship with you, if they're a CEO that's, that it currently doesn't have a coach and, and wants to reach out about um,
1: what that looks like, what's the best way for people to get a hold of? It? Uh, the very easiest way is to go to my website, G-L-E-N-N-G-O-W dot com. And there you can click a button and schedule a meeting with me. And I, and I do want to talk about that for just a moment, not the button clicking part, but the uh, the the level of interest in, in having a coaching relationship. Look, whether it's with me or anyone else, there's a fundamental difference between two types of CEOs. The types of CEOs that are going to grow rapidly and succeed have a certain mentality. Coaches, aren't they already at the top of their game well the reason the world's greatest athletes have coaches is a coach helps them become even better and that is a mentality that enables someone in the CEO role to grow it's all about growth it's all about learning it's all about constant improvement and if you have that mentality then it might make sense to have a conversation with a coach and see if you're a fit. So that's how I think about it.
0: Awesome. Well, I, I'm I'm positive that there are some listeners that are, are going to uh, find out that they, you know, they're maybe not hitting the level that they want. And I'm excited to, to see them grow and, and, and reach out. And I, I know for, for me personally, uh, I've had, um, gosh, in the past 10 years, uh, I've had... Um, seven business coaches wow um some of them some of them simultaneously right because um, as you get to different points in your business uh, w- what got you here may not get you there. That's right. right. So, it, 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 oftentimes a coach can be uh, the thing that allows you to break through that that ceiling of achievement that we all will hit. And, and rather than hitting that that ceiling and going going down again, uh, I, I'm always a big uh, a big advocate for getting a coach. Right, getting 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 co- and a coach for anything that you want to excel at. Right, I'm a musician, so I have a I have a I have a professional uh, uh, um, coach for that. Right, I have someone that's coaching me through the the learning process and and here's the cool thing about it um there's some in some of my coaches i'm i'm more in the field than they are and i'm better at doing what i what i do than they are even though they're coaching me for it but it doesn't matter as you know because it's about making sure that people are getting that that high level of performance you know it's uh, exactly right a, a top athlete is not gonna there's no expectation for their coach to be able to run faster jump higher whatever right it's about making sure that they're leveling up so that's right that. well said well said awesome well thank you so much for for being on our show and uh really enjoy the conversation glenn um and I'm excited for our listeners to find out more about you um, and, and, and check out that chat bot. Um, is there any parting words or any parting advice you want to leave us with before we, we sign off for today? Uh,
1: I just hope everybody has a growth mindset and is working on getting to that higher level of performance one way or another. And I just happen to think, um, truly believe that uh, coaching by somebody is a key way to get there. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on our show and
0: my pleasure. Uh, thank you for the conversation. All right. Awesome.